Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brandon McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times when socket call. Pleased to be joined by a senior to be at Carmel High, a, a member of the George Hill All in the AU program, and the first 23th commitment for the Providence College Friars, Garway Duel. And we're also joined by Mike Saunders, Garway's AU coach with the George Hill All Indy program. First of all, guys, thanks for joining me. So thank uh, you for having us on. Um, I guess we'll get into it uh, pretty quickly. Uh, we'll um, say Garway and Mike, we'll let you both describe our Garway's game, uh, exactly what kind of player are the Friars getting. Garway, we'll let you go first. Uh, it's kind of playing. I think we'll play, we'll play on both sides of the ball. I like to let my defense start my offense for the most part. Uh, I also like to settle my teammates. I can also score when I need to or when the situation is where I have to. And, uh, yeah, that's about it right there. Uh, Mike, you know, it seems like just watching Garway on film, it seems every time a defender gets close to him, it's almost like his eyes get bigger, and that gives him, like, the, the green light to get to the rim. Just, uh, you know, his knack to get to the rim and not only finish, but also, you know, penetrate and dish out to others. Just how big of an asset is that for him? Uh, so it's a huge asset. Um and you're correct. Like his ability to blow by defenders has really been something that's that's really benefited us as a as a as a team. And obviously, it's kind of separated himself from some of the other guards in the country. Um, it, it really hasn't been a guard that we've seen really that's been able to keep him in front of them. And um, he's he, and he's equally as dangerous in the open court. You know, so yeah, it, it definitely it definitely has been a benefit. You know, we challenge him at times to, to take perimeter shots, and he's just more so like my coach. They can't stop me from getting to the rim, so I'm going to just keep mm -hmm. doing doing what mm -hmm. makes it easy for us. So, you know, it kind of it's, it's kind of a balancing act that we're trying to balance as far as his growth and just, you know, just trying to give him that 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 extra aspect of his game that just, just in case he come across somebody that can kind of control him a little bit and keep him in front, he can always pull up or – you know, work different ways, though, with the ball in his hand. Nagawa, you moved from uh, Houston to Indianapolis uh, this past year. You played a sectional championship. Um, Mike, how, how did you connect with Garway to, you know, find out about him and bring him aboard to the, the George Hill 8 All-Indy Circuit? Well, there was, a, there was a lot of buzz about him, but his high school coach wasn't playing him, you know, but he, he, played, he played enough in spurts for everybody in Indiana to know, like, man, they got a kid that moved in from, from Houston that can really play. And, you know, again, the, the biggest question that everybody couldn't figure out in Indiana was why were they not, you know, playing this kid? Because he was by far one of the most dynamic players that we had seen his, his defensive tenacity. We had never, we hadn't really seen that in Indiana. You know what I'm saying? He just, he was just labeled as a kid that was different than most of the kids in this area. So, once he had a couple of breakout games, I had a I, I made a call to a good friend of mine, Clyde Jackson. Shout out to Clyde Jackson. And um, he just told me who he was. He knew how I coach, how I, how, I, how I challenge my guards. And he was just like, it's you know, he'd be a perfect fit for you. And he and Clyde made the call with Garway on uh, three-way. And Clyde trusted me to look out for Garway. You know what I'm saying? Because in this game, man, it's, 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 it's a cold game, especially in Indiana. A lot of these AAU programs, they just use kids for their benefit. And Clyde knew, like, it ain't about us using kids. It's about helping kids. And we knew we knew Garway was a kid 
they just needed an opportunity that he wasn't he wasn't getting at his high school. You know what I'm saying? So once that opportunity presented itself, I mean, he was just a caged animal on that court once he got with us, and we just let him be who he was, and he just took off. Now, PC Associate uh, Head Coach Jeff Battle is familiar with the Indianapolis area. Like, you know, decade-plus ago, he recruited Jeff Teague. You know, he went to Wake Forest, and it worked out pretty well. It seemed uh, Jeff saw the clips. He saw Agarway move up the rankings. You know, for both of you, what was the reaction when both of you heard that, you know, Providence College was seriously interested in Garway? Garway will let you go first. Oh, uh, it was like, it was a surprise, especially at like a big school like that. Overall, I just felt like, I don't know, like surprised, amazed, happy, all in one. <laughs> yeah. And for you, Mike, what was it like to hear that Garway was being, uh, you know, having serious interest by the Friars? Uh, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was, it was because I look at, like, I try to look at things differently when it comes to recruiting. Because I think at the end of the day, a lot of these, a lot of the schools, they all got some of the, some of the similar things like nice arenas, you know, what I'm saying resources, especially at the highest level. But I think when you start to really like dig deep into a program, you start to ask around about like the coaching and you know, how the coach relates to his players, you know what I'm saying? Ed Cooley, he gets a lot of respect, you know what I'm saying? He gets a lot of respect from AU coaches. He gets a lot of respect from high school coaches. And he really hasn't recruited Indianapolis like that, you know what I mean? So, you know, you you really got to be a special player. If Ed Cooley um, takes an interest the way he did for Garway, and, I mean, it literally happened. Battle got the video probably on a Monday after a tournament. He showed, he showed Cooley on Tuesday morning. And I think they probably offered him that same day Cooley saw him, like, no, nah, I got to have this kid. So it was just, it was like Garway said, it's, it was kind of crazy. Because, I mean, he was already getting a lot of high major offers anyways. At that time, he already had, like, TCU. He had Arizona State. You know, he knew, he knew like, other schools were waiting to offer him once they was able to kind of get him on the phone and stuff like that. But, I mean, Ed Cooley was just so persistent and just constantly calling me, constantly calling Garway that it got tricked. It was it was just a it was just a, a crazy it went fast you know what I'm saying it went real fast. I guess uh, for both of you you know what did it mean for like uh, Coach Cooley to kind of take the lead on Garway's recruiting uh, you know usually a lot of things the assistant coach does the things and maybe the coach call, comes in to kind of be the closer at the end but it seemed like very early that Coach Cooley made Garway a priority talking to him texting him what did that say to the both of you that the head coach was, you know, really on you. Garway will let you go first. Uh, it showed me that how much he really wanted me to play for him. Also showed me the type of coach he would be when I, when I did come to their campus. And it also showed me, like, how much he just genuinely cared about his players or whoever he's recruiting. And it just showed me what type of person he was overall. And for, I mean, for you, Mike, I, I mean, you've dealt with a lot of kids recruiting-wise. You know, just how much, you know, was it maybe different to just have the head coach a lot in your ear talking about Garway? Yeah, it was. Like I said, we got some other kids. I mean, we got Xavier Booker that's in our program. He's like the number two player in the country. So we've, we've been dealing with a lot of like high major interaction with our players and things like that. And I think even even from, you know, his experience, us our recruiting with, with, with uh, Xavier Booker and then like, you know, my son, he's at Utah now. He's the point guard at Utah, Mike Saunders Jr. I was 
I've, I've learned through those two recruiting recently, like when the head coach kind of takes over things, like it's real, you know what I'm saying? It's, and I tell the kids that, you know what I mean? I tell the kids like, just based on how I interacted as a parent with my son and how I've dealt with the recent talent that's come through our organization, including like I said, Xavier Booker, like, you know, yeah, the, the, the assistant coach is going to fill things out. You know what I'm saying? They all, they all come together and they'll say, Hey, we got this kid or this person say they like this kid from a camp. But when the, when the head coach jumps in the next day, like 12, like I said, battle, put the vid, battle call that morning, Worked that evening to put all of Garway's highlights together, and then he presented. He he literally told me, like, "Hey, I'm about to I'm about to show Cooley the video." And for Cooley to call right then, like, that's when I knew, like, "Whoa, this this is he ain't talk he ain't talking like everybody else." Are oh, we gonna wait till he plays another tournament? We gonna wait? We gonna wait? We gonna wait? He's like, "No, nah, we not waiting," because we he knew once Garway play again, once he play once he play in July. It's going to be – he's just going to continue to elevate. He's not going backwards. No. He's just hes just scratching the surface of, of the player that he's going to be. And I tell him that all the time. Like, he gets better and better every tournament that we play in. So, once July hits and he's healthy, he's going to probably end up being – I mean, if you take the politics of, of recruiting out and, you know, the kids has been ranked all the time, if you take all that, he is, he is legitimately a top five to ten – guard in the class and he's he got to be at least a top 25 you know obviously you got the 6 11 7 footers that are always kind of gonna be up there but he shows he can go toe-to-toe in any guard no question no question when healthy no question now garway you went to indiana ohio state for a couple camps you took an unofficial visit to butler the monday before you went up to pc just how much did all that maybe prepare you to take that official visit to pc Looking back at it, um, it really just showed me what to expect, how to, um, how to like decipher between the different facilities, how to see how how I connect well with different coaches, and how just how I would adapt to different places and all that. And um, yeah, overall, it just it just taught me how to know my situation, just know what I would be getting myself into. And Mike, you did your homework um, while, you know, in between the unofficial visit to Butler and while Garway was flying out to PC, you reached out to your circle of coaches from the far west to the south, all asking about Ed Cooley. And, you know, it, every response was like the same thing. It, you know, how much did that put you at ease about the man that had the potential to be coaching Garway at the next level? Uh, it, it, it put me at it put me at ease a lot. And um and I think, like I said, I think, you know, Garway, he had already been talking to school, so I knew, like, the conversations between him and Cooley were already strong because he that's the only visit he really wanted to take because we were dealing with a small window with him going to USA Basketball. So when I when I knew that that their relationship was strong on the phone, you know, I just had to make calls just to be safe. And, and yeah, you know, everybody, it was like no nobody said nothing bad. Nobody was like, you know, Nobody questioned his style of play. Nobody questioned his coaching method. And there was guys that just like, like just his, his just shaking their hands and telling them little things they remembered. You know what I'm saying? So it was, man, it was, you know what I'm saying? High major coaches. It was, 
mid-major coaches. It was African-American coaches, Caucasian coaches. Like, it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, one particular type of coach. Like, I was talking to head coach, everything, and nobody, nobody had anything, anything bad to say. And it's again, that's very rare in this business. You know, there's always a little because especially when you know, like people kind of knew, I think, some of the schools, because you know social how social media is, like they kind of know, like, why are you asking that? Because they, they either gonna either of assuming that I was asking about for for Garway or for Xavier. And a lot of times when you do that, a coach, especially a high major coach, they might be like, Oh yeah, he's cool, but this, this, or this, because they don't know if they might have recruited that kid or a friend of theirs at another high major, but nobody can say anything bad. That was very impressive. Very impressive. Nagar, where you go on that official visit, your first one, you know, you already had a, built a good, solid rapport with Coach Cooley and, and uh, Coach Battle, but also to hear from the uh, the players, the current ones are already there. I know you mentioned uh, that you got some to spend some time with Jaden Pierre and Quante Berry, the two incoming freshmen next year from the Friars. How much hearing from the players about the program really helped solidify your decision at the end of the day? Uh, just like how they said when they came on the visit too, just how genuine the place was, how the energy was, how the coach was, and then just giving me examples for days. But then the recent players that came through, some of them I can't name right now because I can't remember, but they just told me their whole experience through and then what really shocked me was, like, every player that has been with Coach Cooley for four years and graduated from Providence, graduated with a degree. And that's just right there. Just let me know that Coach, Coach Cooley is going to help you on and off the court. And I, I think that's what, really, that's what really made me commit. Now, Mike, you kind of uh, hinted this earlier, but in this day and age of college basketball, everyone's got the big fancy practice facility. Everyone's on TV. You know, players like, like to hear about how they're going to get them to the NBA. But with Coach Cooley, with his ability to kind of drill down to the level where maybe not even you're talking so much about basketball, what you could do on the court, how much do you think that's an asset in today's recruiting world? It's a, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a huge asset. You know, I, I think I think at the end of the day, you know, we 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 kind of, you know what I'm saying, we still dealing with a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I talked to you about this before on the phone. Like, in terms of recruiting and this class of kids, 2023, and what they went through as recruitable athletes, dealing with the pandemic. So it, it, it gets to a point where you have to be able to relate to these kids. You have to be able to, like, let them know, like, you've been through certain things or you can relate to them in terms of, like, the struggle that comes with being a student athlete. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, he's, he, he, he's, uh, Cooley's somewhat of a reflection of how our organization works. Like, again, everybody know we now know the shoe circuit, you know what I'm saying? George Hill, people know he's a guy that was very, that was overlooked coming out, ended up being, playing 15, 16 years in the NBA. So I think, you know, kids like Garway see how we move in regards to relationships, in regards to like morals and values and, obviously, like I said, with everybody having the same tools in terms of a nice arena and nutritionist, all that kind of stuff, you got to be able to separate yourself. But it helps even more when it's real. Like, it's a real story. It's a real person that's been through stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think that says a whole lot. You know what I mean? If somebody could take their struggle and turn it into something positive like Coach Cooley has, that's a tough, that's a, that's a hell of a card to have. You know what I mean? 
Oh, absolutely. In this day and age, um, for both of you, walk me through the timeline about when the ultimate decision was made. I think Garway, you won on a Wednesday. I assume you probably flew back to Indy. You had to quickly get out to Colorado Springs for uh, for Team USA. Just know uh, what were the days, maybe the hours like. You know, your official visit wrapped up. Who you're talking to, and you know how much you know you finally arrived at the decision that you did. Uh, so when we flew back on the next day around. 7 8 p.m. Coach Cooley called. Um, I talked to him and then I told him I was thinking about committing because I really like how the visit went. I feel like that was for me, that place was for me. And then he talked to my dad. We talked to Coach Mike. We talked to my high school coaches. And then about after we talked with everybody about two hours later, we called Coach Cooley back and Coach Battle. And then I, I, we made it official. And what was that decision? What was that phone call like back to Coach Cooley to let him know that, you know, the visit went great. I'm a friar. What was that? What was? What did he say to you after that? It was just great energy. Man, he was excited. He was on. He was excited. Almost more than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then you quickly had to get on a plane to go out to Colorado Springs. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you've been dealing with a bit of an ankle injury. Maybe hindered that a little bit out there. But overall. How great of an experience was it just to get out to Colorado Springs and being around that type of play, that caliber of player? Oh, it was great. Just to even say I, I was able to be a part of it. It was just great overall. The, 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 skill, the skill level was crazy. Oh, everybody was good. It was, you know, it was no weak link, no nothing. Everybody was, everybody was just crazy athletic. Everybody was either big or it was just skilled. It was just, it was just amazing. Now you're the first friar from the class of 2023 to give a verbal commit. I assume uh, you'll be uh, working the phones and trying to get some other guys to come with you potentially. I mean, I'm not really big on pushing people with what they don't want to do, but always like they they stay to have an interest or whatever. I'll just see what I can do with them. Now, Mike, you look at it right now. I, I you think maybe Garway is a is a steal, giving him right now at this because we talked about how if. The summer progressed on the AU circuit. You know, you were getting potential calls from SEC schools and things like that. Just how much, if Garway continued to really to be out there, so to speak, how much his stock would have risen in terms of his college recruitment? Uh, it would have been it would have been crazy, and we're fine with that. Like I said, I, you know, again, it's about the kid. You know, I could easily been a, you know, some of these AU coaches where it's like, man, just wait, wait, wait. So all these schools could come out and come out and come out. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit here and, and 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 say that he wouldn't have it wouldn't have elevated because it, it would have no question me elevated. I mean, these were these were he was getting offers off of people just seeing him like on live streams and stuff. And then when people would see him play live, they would just be like, "Wow, you know what I mean?" So knowing that we were gonna probably have again, he's playing with six or seven other kids with high well not with high major but with offers, including Xavier Booker. It's like you knew like everybody was going to have their eyes on them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's about the kid and about what they're comfortable with. And we're, we're very happy for Garway and his decision. But, I mean, he, he's going to still he's going to still elevate in the rankings and stuff like that. Like he's going to still end up being, a, I believe, a top 30, 35 player 
easily. Like, easily is going to be one of the top players in the country when it's all said and done. But it's, I think he'll be a better player, too, because he won't be as distracted. He won't be having to deal with so many phone calls. He won't have to deal with so much pressure. He won't have to deal with making his five visits, you know, his senior year. You know, he can just focus and build a relationship with Coach Cooley and his staff. So I think at the end of the day, that's that's what's important, you know, long term. And for you, uh, Garway, how much is this just a chance for maybe to get ready to get to college? I mean, it's going to be a year from now. You'll be on PC's campus on the summer, you know, getting to really know your new teammates. But do you feel like you get re- getting that college mode now, knowing that you made this decision a little bit? Oh, uh, yes, sir. I, I, I think I do, but, you know, uh, I think I'm going to focus more on, like, what's in front of me instead of just, like, you know, reaching for what's a year, this and that far away. But, yeah, I, I do think I'm, yeah, in a college mode, basically. Well, I'm sure uh, uh, you've seen the support that you've already gotten from Friar fans on social media. I'm sure that warms your heart as well. What the, what's yes, that like to get that social media love from, uh, you know, your future fans? Uh, it's amazing. But, uh, you know, people who don't know you just do it for you, one of your best for you. It's, it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling, and I appreciate you both joining me for this latest episode of OSHA State Sideline. Garvey Jewell, we'll see him starting in the fall of 2023 in a fire uniform. Mike, thank you very much for joining me as well. I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. And for everyone out there, we'll have a fresh podcast soon. Until then, take care, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.